like that. So Dylan and I are in a new studio, we'll say. I mean, yeah. We're in a new studio, so something that's a little bit more fancy and ho hopefully will help the noise, but it's allow us to really rework our our structure, how we do everything. And so it's allowed us to rework. Allowed us. That's correct. Not been difficult at all. Oh, it's been very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm like over loud, um, and I'm overly quiet. No, I think Dylan's gonna be fine. Actually, to be honest, like for a while it seemed like Dylan was gonna be quiet. Nah, he's good. For some reason, I'm overly loud. Maybe I'm just loud. I don't know. I am a YouTuber, so that might be it. But that might be a thing. I don't know. Bear with us. You're screaming at your video games. Ah! I die. Ah! Scrub cow. Ah! Hey, I'm back. Um, so not trying to make this a daily thing, but again, our audio is not um as good as uh, I would like it. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you'll hear throughout the video a really loud fan. And that is my laptop, which is trying not to explode. Uh, it didn't explode, luckily. Um, but that is something that happens. Um, it's loud at some points, and it's not as loud later on. So, again, <laughs> bear with us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good times. All right, let's go to the description of the day. I'll read it because I picked it because oh, I no, liked I it. it. All right. Scripture of the day is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And this is out of ESV. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow. What a great verse. You know, in the future, we're going to probably talk about this kind of topic, but basically one of my favorite, um, I guess, things that Christians do um, is have life verses. And this technically isn't my my life verse, but it, it, it pretty sure is, is coming up close. Um, my, my life verse has to be Galatians 6, 9, but I mean, this uh, is Philippians. No! I can do all things through Christ's strength. No, not that. Um, but this is probably my most running up because this one works for worse circumstances. Just because it's overall principle of like, no matter what's going on, we should always be thankful. Like, that that's the main value within that passage that I usually lean on. I mean, of course, all of it's like pray continually. Like, always be praying. And I, I really. I feel like in some sense it really capstones what a Christian should do. It should be walking away. Now bear with me, I, I can't for the life of me really remember what First Thessalonians is truly about. So hopefully in the future we can hopefully study that. But don't make that faces. What's your question? First Thessalonians, I haven't really studied it. So uh, I don't really know it. I'm so, in that class right now. Really? Yeah. I'm not. So Dylan can school me in the future. I made a meme about it. Really? Share, share, share knowledge of this meme. Through audio. I don't really explain it. I sure can try. Hey, I mean, the podcast 
hidden insecurities. Explains and, uh, memes through audio. Well, the episode with Josh Elder, that's literally a big chunk was like explaining memes. So there's there's a meme template. There's a man that's stressing out. He has his hands on his head. It says panic, P-A-N-I-K. And then it's him just sitting there. It's like calm, K-A-L-L. And then panic again. So how it is with first first and second Thessalonians is the Thessalonians were a brand new church in the Roman Empire. It was a free city and they were being persecuted and didn't understand the second coming, didn't understand Jesus. They didn't know what to do, so they were panic. And then Paul writes them a letter, they're calm. But then Paul's letter is extra confusing and they think they know a little bit about the second coming and they get really scared about the second coming so much that they are like, well, if Jesus is coming back, I'm not going to work anymore. Yeah, why? Well, so they go panic. And then Paul writes the second letter. Oh, that's funny. Um, I made that one. Wow. That's, that's cool. Good. That's cool, cool stuff. Boomer humor for you. Yeah. So we did not cuss, but we did say something very well. What's wrong with boomer humor? It's not funny. That's what I said, my meme wasn't funny. It's defending your culture. I leave your culture dreams. It has such a negative like connotation now. It had a negative connotation back in, then. In the first place, yeah. yeah the whole baby boomers, like. Yeah. What a weird thing. Well, Dylan, that moves us into our next segment. How are you doing? I don't have my skeleton sheet, so I don't actually know what what's 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 next. I I wasn't sure if it was crummies or it's how we're doing, but it's how we're doing. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm not going to say. Can we explain what we were doing and why we are recording a little bit later than we usually record? Oh man, <laughs> you don't even have how are we doing on the skeleton album. I don't. No, you do. You do. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about? Say, it's just really tiny. Yeah, How am I doing? Well, I didn't write anything in the note sheet, so I'm just going to do great. Okay. No news is good news, right? I mean, I never Absolutely write. Absolutely not. Oh my goodness, this week has been so stressful. Why? Has it been stressful, Dylan? Well, I woke up on Monday, and I was like, hey, you know what happens on Tuesday? No. Oh, I woke up on Monday, yeah. and two of my classes have canceled classes. Yes. So I was like, nice. that's so nice of me. I'm gonna sleep in. So that wasn't the purpose for that, though, right? What'd you use it for, Noah? I slept in. <laughs> that's my thought. Not on purpose! It was, I was needed, it was needed for me. I was slept in that, I was That tired. was probably the best use of that time for me. I couldn't help it. I wish I had gotten notes, but I, I just... And then Tuesday, went to class. Wednesday, midterm day. Yay, midterm day. What? Why are we having midterms at the end of the semester? Because they're block midterms. Yeah, block classes. We're four weeks into our eight-week class. Yeah, it's, it's weird. So, yeah, big old test. And there's a certain professor who, his midterms tend to be harder than his final. His midterm was easy. You know what? Your method was awesome. How you study for it. Like, props to you, man. 
Like, you killed it. You were the first one out. I was like, oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah, uh, I'm still so worried how I did on it. Here's, here's how I study for tests. I write a test. Dylan's tips to yeah. class 101. Dylan pro tips. Pro tips. Um, I write my own test. And what? on my own test, I don't allow true and false. I don't allow matching. It's all fill in the blank. So it's really hard. And then I take that test every 30 minutes until I can get a satisfactory score on it. Then when I take the real test, it's not as hard. I'm like, oh, a matching question? Well, I know the guy's name. I don't even have to look at the other four. Weak sauce. Yeah. So yeah, Dylan wrecked it. And so I was timing myself on my practice test, and I was getting like 15 minutes on the test I wrote. And so when I got to his, his has a lot more like essay writing. Yeah. And so I was like 25 or something. But yeah, no. It's always nerve-wracking to be the first one. But I felt good about that one. And then Wednesday happened, and I forgot that I also had a midterm in historical theology on Thursday. So I didn't study for that one until we got to Wednesday night. Yikes. And I didn't write a test for that one. And I went to it, and I don't think I did. And no, actually, grades came in. I got a C. I got a hey, 70. There we go. Which I think at our college is technically might be a D plus. I'm not sure. But I got a 70. So you got a C minus or a D plus. I'm not sure. Somewhere in the room. It's over. There you go. And as soon as that was done, Noah and I had the same consensus. We were going to record this, this episode. We could. And I was like, no, I can't. Just, we just could. I just want to wait a little bit. And like, I'm not someone, I'm usually someone who, throughout his day, if I ever take a moment like that in my nap or just relax for too long, like it kills my momentum. Like, I just I just can't handle it and I become too sleepy and I can't productive like for the rest of the day. But you know, for once I actually did and I was like, yes, this was nice. I was able to like stop processing. You read the whole book today. Manga book. Manga volume, so it's a little bit different. So, it looked like it had a lot of pages. It did. It did have it had like two hundred something. Most of those pages are pictures. Yeah, no. I mean, it was relaxable because, like, I don't read enough, and so that's one way I can still read while not be overblown with reading. And so, yeah, no, it was relaxable. I just laid in my bed and listened to some lo-fi. Lo-fi? Lo-fi! While de de-stressing. Lo-fi? Lo-fi. Lo-fi. De-stressing. Yeah. And then I made a mistake of looking at not this next Friday, but the Friday after that's homework load. And I'm stressing you. Oh no, I was already stressed. I was like, all I've heard is how much more I have to work upcoming. And I was like, nope, I don't care. I'm just gonna stop for a little bit. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just gonna stop for today. I don't care. I don't care. And so, yeah. I'm gonna write four pages. Not beautiful, but that's gonna be sick. Yeah. I've, I've heard about the workload for a lot, of, a lot of students, and it's like, it's rough. It's rough. Especially like right when we get back from Thanksgiving break. Because, hey! Today's our Thanksgiving episode because Thanksgiving is gonna be happening yeah, within the week. We're not on break till Tuesday. Yeah, but that Wednesday's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. Thanksgiving's happens on 
I mean, yes, yes, yes please, please, uh, please, we need to enter this podcast. Like, I'm not even kidding. My grades are horrible. Like, it's sad. <laughs> I'm trying, but yeah, prayer is needed. Yeah. Speaking of prayer, crummies. Dylan, we have something for crummies. I have something for crummies. Okay. Well, let me go first because I'm selfish. Yeah, I see you had stuff in the outline. Yeah, there's stuff in the outline. It doesn't make sense to me. So, Austin Baker, I talked with him, and he had a crummy for us. He was saying way back when, I think it was like our first episode or something like that, he was talking about, we were talking about uh, the New Testament mm-hmm. and the languages it was written. What does it say that down there? It says well, two I can languages. tell you. I can't see it. What I can't the languages are. What are the we languages? We made a mistake on it? Yeah, we, we, we said it wrong. What are the two that break up? We did? Yeah. I don't want to actually say it wrong again, so please. Oh, well, the New Testament's written in, in. Does it say Greek and Arabic? Yeah, Greek and Arabic. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Hebrews and Matthew. They're in Aramaic. They're the only they're they're the, they're, the... they're the only two. Yeah, they're written for. I don't know. Hebrew? You said some other stuff. I, 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 I at least said like Hebrew or something like that. Yeah. So there we go. I know, right? Austin called us out. And so thank you, Austin. You know, it's an episode that was it's way back when. Noah. It probably was. Thanks, Thanks, Dylan. I feel good about myself. So yeah, okay, what's your crumb? My mom texted me and said, hey. Don't talk bad about your home church. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not, not the part where I basically said you don't have the Holy Spirit? Oh, that too. Wait, what? Is it because I'm not speaking in tongues? No, because you're single. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Can you, can you explain that one? No, you can. No, you can. It's your story. So my mom texted me and was like, Hey, don't bash your home church. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, thanks, or not Thanksgiving, that's Our 4th of July service is only big because that's when everyone comes back to the And that's when families are there and families have So that's why we have a lot of issues, not for the patrons. Yeah. So that's what she wanted me to make sure I was saying. Just being horrible. We love the evening saying more we than love Jesus. Uh, we're not that okay, I really thought you were talking about like when I bashed my home church. And so that's, that's why I was getting defensive. But now that I know that's not it's on you, yeah, how dare you. But the, the, the thing that you brought up, I don't know if it's funny. I thought but it was. It could be. It was calling me out. It could be. I thought it was funny. My mom texted me. My mom was calling me out. It's what she heard when you said, <laughs> ah. If you go upstairs and read your Bible in the window, girls will look at you and the, that's how Bethany loves me. That's what made her date me, is because she saw I was reading the Bible. 
and he's like, hey, if you read the Bible, maybe you'd have a girlfriend. And so my mom's like, are you not reading your Bible? <laughs> Is that what you meant, Noah? <laughs> I didn't mean to accuse anybody. I was just trying to say, hey, maybe instead of worrying so much about getting someone to like you, no. maybe focus on your relationship with God. But it was funny that she took it there towards me. Sorry, one of us in this room is single. Yeah, no, it would be. Okay, I was gonna say, what? It's not me. <laughs> nice. Oh, the solid execution. What, Dylan? Don't face plant. It's okay. Everything's going slow. I'm only mildly peaking. Are you okay, Dylan? You <laughs> anyone over this one? I'm so How rough. are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, guess what? Have we made it? It's time. It's the time. It's the time. Four score and seven years ago. Wait, what? What? What are you talking about? Gettysburg Address. Oh. Yeah, I really did not learn a lot of history. That was one of the few That was things. under Lincoln, though, so it's way past a little time. Oh, cool. So, we don't care. Nice. Alright. Why did you bring it up there? Jeez. Dylan, what are we doing? What's our main topic? Well, I brought it up because Lincoln it was actually the guy that made Thanksgiving national holiday. Wait, are you telling me we're talking about Thanksgiving? Yeah. But listen to my Do Tell me this is this is the main topic? If if you would let me play the piano, I would, but I'm not going to. Please don't. <laughs> Yes, there's Lincoln. a there's a piano here in our studio because we're musically talented. I'm sorry for that. Continue. Abraham Lincoln was the guy that made Thanksgiving a national holiday. He also got shot in a theater, but only after the lady who wrote "Mary Had a Little Lamb" wrote him letters over several months. Why? Because she wanted Thanksgiving to be a national holiday. So she's like, Mr. Lincoln, please make it a holiday, sent the letter. Mr. Lincoln, please make it a holiday, sent the letter. Why? Because she wanted to celebrate it. Why? Why? We'll get into that, I guess, today. No, what was her reasoning? She wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb, okay? That's not her reasoning. <laughs> she wanted Abraham Lincoln to address Thanksgiving as a national holiday. Dylan, you can't do that to me. Now I just have questions without answers. Well, I don't think anyone has the answer. It's just something she did. Why? <laughs> Folks at home, please somebody look it up for us. Please. Not quite as badly as prayer, but I, I still need it. Dylan, you gotta, you gotta, you have a, you have a scripture for us on this. Not specific in general topic. Yeah, it's general topic. General topic. Not not holiday. No. But Thanksgiving is in giving thanks. Well, we're gonna talk about the holiday. Give thanks to the Lord our God in me. Praise love God. endures forever. Oh, you're singing that song. I know that song. Yeah, that was great. Cool. What's your scripture, Dylan? Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, verse 
26. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Oh. Says thanksgiving. Whoa! <laughs> cool! That must mean it's applicable to us. <laughs> what? Are you anxious, now? No. Well, why would the Philippines be anxious? Because that's what you actually have to look at. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's not about you. Oh. Paul's not writing to you. Paul's writing to the fucking Bible. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Because it's six plus five. Six, six plus five. Are you okay? Six plus seven puts us at Philippians 4.13. And if we say, oh, Paul's saying for us not to be anxious and to give thanks to God, then we can also say that we can do all things through Christ and <laughs> Why did you try to make that connect? Well, I'm just saying that when we read Philippians, we should, we should, um... Look at the context? Look at the context. <laughs> Why did you want to break that up? I mean, not the context, but the <laughs> we can do all things through Christ and strength with us. You it, really want to talk about that, I thought it was you? funny. That it was seven verses later. <laughs> Give thanks to the Lord. Why? What's the context? Feel it? No, because a thankful heart is a happy heart. Is that is that the context of what? That's a veggie tale. Stop with the veggie tales! Stop it! No, oh, it's you and I have. What to talk about? No, I was just hoping you would talk about the context. You said, oh, we'll get to that. Let's get to that. I want to talk about it. And then I'll talk about it. Philippians 413? Yes. Philippians 4-6. Wait, which one? No, 4-6. 4-6. Not 413. That's a different episode. We'll get to that one. May I remind the audience at home that I'm not. Or wherever you're at, work, wherever. Yeah, we are very dead and tired, so this is going to be a, a wild, wild podcast. Philippians 4-6. Well, do you know anything about it? No, I don't know the context. I studied at one point, but I don't remember. Yeah, I just know rejoice always. You know, again, I say, say it again, rejoice. Rejoice, yeah. Go Paul. Like Moses said this. Basically, the Philippian church, just like all the other church Paul wrote to, were um, Gentiles, as far as we the guys to the Gentiles. And so, they were in the Roman Empire, and they were facing persecution, and facing disputes, and some of the Jewish sects were saying, Hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, do that, otherwise you're not a real Christian. Like what? Christians, hey. it was circumcision. Huh? Was circumcision, um, food laws, uh, when you go to church. Wow. Okay, how good you go to church. Move on. And so Paul's saying, hey, don't be anxious In your salvation. Yeah. But in everything through prayer, and supplication 
with Thanksgiving that we request we know to go. That's right, Give thanks to God. Yeah, just give thanks to God. See, I would tie that in with, like, First Thessalonians, because you were saying the verse. I told you it was the same verse. It was the same thing, because that's <laughs> the thing, is they really are similar, where it's like, hey, this well, is this is your job. Paul, it's, you're, you're supposed to give thanks. A lot of... The Gentiles in the New Testament and the people Paul wrote to were all from different contexts, but all of them were feeling almost about the same feelings. Mm-hmm. Dealing with very newcomers, similar. you know, and uh, being confused and moving from technically one faith to another, technically. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of what Paul writes is like echoes each other or blends into each other very well. And that's why I thought it was funny when you like do that one. So I'm like, it's the same. It's the same verse. I'm like that's okay. <laughs> that just validates what we're talking about. Thanksgiving. Okay, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's talk about talk about the holiday Thanksgiving. So, I don't know the official dates. No, we're we're not a, a history podcast. Ago. We're not a history podcast. Pilgrims came over on the Mayflower. I just said we're not a history. Why are you going to do the history? I didn't give dates. Continue with the history. Ago. Continue. Continue, sir. I hope you like cronies. Okay. Pilgrims came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> Yes. These pilgrims were seeking two things. Wealth. No. Riches. Fortune. Treasure. <laughs> Religious freedom and civil freedom. Oh. They didn't really like the they like the government. That was a big they didn't they didn't like the church. No, it was oppressive. They were like, we're gonna sure. do our own thing over here. So they got on a boat and they sailed and after like six months, they hit Massachusetts. Well, when they got to Massachusetts, a lot of them died from starvation. Yeah. But through partnering with um, some of the native peoples, they made crops. And Thanksgiving was a three-day feast to thank God for keeping them safe and getting them there and for their newfound friends. <laughs> wow. You're telling me Thanksgiving is a religious holiday? Name a holiday that isn't. Uh, Flag it. Day. I was gonna say St. Patrick's Day. I was like, crap! <laughs> Wait, no! Dang it! St. Patrick was a dude! Um, literally the reason we have holidays is religion. Yeah. Like Halloween. But like, (laughs) we have days that we celebrate certain things goes back to Old Testament Passover, even before Passover. It usually 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 goes back. Well, sometimes it can be pagan. Oh yeah, but But the pagans usually. I think the pagans came out of our stuff. Yeah, and just bouncing off of that. That's just it. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but growing up at school. That was never a side of things that was talked about. It was never really? like, yeah. You didn't make paper hats and buckles and put them on your shoes? Okay. I'm a pilgrim. Yeah, thank the Lord. Oh. Yeah. I thought we were talking about history. No, I was talking about God. Sorry. Kind of, I mean, I knew, I think, no, I didn't. I never knew. Let's say, I was gonna, I say, I think it, as a kid, I knew kind of they were looking for religious freedom, but I don't think I even knew. I think they 
just thought they were like, I, I knew peace out, we're living. I knew they were going out for freedom, but I didn't realize it was, well, it was never acted like, because when we think of religious freedom, we think freedom for all kind of religion. And at that time, it wasn't quite that. It was just mm. religious freedom from, like, the bishops and whatnot. Yeah. That's what it was. And so it was still technically Christianity at the core. But that's just, that, that, that's the side of things. Is it was never painted like that. And growing up in America, where it's so much widely viewed of, we're the, we're the country that supports all, all religion. Like, with that in mind, it was very much thought that it was just filled with people of different religious bases. And so that was, that was the main flow. So, yeah, no, it was never taught that, no, it was us giving praise to God. However, I will say, in many articles I read, yes. while all of them kind of had that basic outline, a lot of them either fight with each other or say, hey, the history of Thanksgiving is fake. It's different. It was made up in the 20th century. Or, hey, um, this is wrong and that's wrong. So we don't really know the super history, but we do know that the pilgrims came over because they didn't really like the Catholic Church. Yeah. And they ended up in Massachusetts and theoretically having a dinner with Native Americans. So that's a whole nother doozy. <laughs> yeah. And so, again, like looking back at, similar to when we looked at uh, Halloween, you know, it's very much celebrated different than how it was oh, yeah. now. And so, what is yeah, we don't eat for three days. what was Thanksgiving now? I mean, I wish. Um, I think I've heard Thanksgiving basically described as. Tell me while I get my water. Oh, keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. Thanksgiving while is food, turkey, and football. Food. You can't say food twice. I said food twice. Why can't you say food twice? Food, family, and football. That's what it is. Those are the three X's. Ah! Stuff's going haywire! Why didn't somebody warn us? There we go. Hey. So yeah, food, football, family. 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 Did you watch football on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I, I don't like it. And the parade, don't forget the parade. I watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Which, in my head, I do a lot of big talks on, no, no branding, down with good business. We shouldn't be sticking ourselves with so much advertisements. And it's like, Macy's Thanksgiving Day. Like, ugh, everything's branded. But that's another story. Are you okay? <laughs> I turned into an old man about those things. I guess, man. I mean, all right. I, I see, I see a Pepsi in the movie. I'm like, how dare they? I just think it's funny. At this point, like, huh. you try to fool me. I know that brand. And then I look over the left. I'm like, oh no, I have a Pepsi in my hand. <laughs> Dang it, they got me. <laughs> Fully, I knew. Yeah. What a problem. What a predicament. <laughs> Dylan. Since it is Thanksgiving. How do you celebrate Thanksgiving, though? I was going to ask you, how how have you traditionally run Thanksgiving? How have you traditionally You want me to go first? Well, I can go first. Go first. I go to my I, grandma's I house okay. and early in the morning. We watch the parade, or the recording of the parade, if we've been lazy. 
<laughs> just uh, kind of like sleep in and slug it up. Watch all the balloons go by. Uh, and then we have lunch. And then we make lunch. Then we have lunch. Then we have dinner. And during that whole time, everyone from our whole family is there. Nice. Anyone that's in the air. Just chaos. Parents. Cousins. We used to be able to fit, at one point, I remember we fit, fit used to fit around this table that had, you know, it had extenders in it. It's a good table. Nowadays, we have, it's the whole living room. It's like three tables put together. Yeah. And big old long plastic tablecloths. Yeah. Whole living room, just because our families have gotten so huge. You guys having like and then specific hear, traditions that you guys do? And then if my grandma hears that one of my college friends has an eight, mm -hmm. I didn't have Thanksgiving, she makes two plates of food and has me drive out to Adrian and put them in the back of a random truck. Why, why did you say Adrian? Why? Do you not remember? That's what I did last year. That's what you did that to me? Yeah. You didn't have Thanksgiving last year? We were texting, and you were like, I'm like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You're like, nothing. I guess I did nothing. I don't know. I don't and know. I think eventually you went to a friend's house. Yeah. And I had some of them. My grandma's like, Daniel, no one doing Thanksgiving. Your, your grandparents are doing something. I think they were gone. Yeah. Which is not normal, though. And so then he's like, oh, their grandparents are gone. And so she made me drive out to your house, and... I, I think I was texting. I was texting you, Daniel. We live only like 15 minutes away. Yeah. So it's, it's not. And I was like. It's not like you drove through snow and. I texted you and I was miles. like, hey, the truck that's in your parking lot, there's food in the trunk of it. Yeah. Be good. Be good. <laughs> so yeah, that's interesting. Do you guys have any like specific little traditions that you guys do? Any activities that you guys do? We watch the parade. That's it. Everybody, everybody has to watch it. My personal family. Usually, that's when everyone else is traveling. Yeah. And then we make my mom and grandma and sisters and a lot of Oh yeah. And that's that's the thing. You guys do the wishbone? Nope. We should probably explain the wishbone. The wishbone. I suppose it's like a it's a certain bone. Do you do the wishbone? I, I did it once. It's like a specific bone on a turkey. I guess it's called a wishbone. I don't know. Supposedly, if you pull it, it splits off into two ends, and so two people pull on each end. Yeah. And if it breaks off, and you have the turkey juice. And it breaks off, and if you have the longer piece, I guess you, you get to make a wish. Honestly, we should have studied this, because, like, I have no idea where that came from. I don't know what that's about. But I remember doing that once. Made a wish. I was a little kid. Did it come I... true? No, it didn't. Wishes don't work like that. <laughs> Actually, can I talk about something controversial? Yeah. Hopefully, Bathroom will get mad at me. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Promise. I know, right? Basically, looking at happy birthdays. What's one thing we do on happy birthdays here Love in the USA? Candles, make a wish. Yeah, I was actually talking to Bethany. I'm like, hey, 
with my kid. I don't know if we want to do that. What about seeing a shooting star, Noah? Well, when your clock turns to 11, 11. I don't care. Don't make a wish. <laughs> That's not a thing. Say your birthday prayer. <laughs> we don't believe in that. We believe in Jesus Christ. It's like, it's like whenever say your birthday prayer and pray for a miracle. Like it's common talked about where it's like, oh, that's karma. It's like ah, karma, and it's like, even though it's from people who don't believe in that actual belief of karma, mm -hmm. they believe in like the, the dynamic of it almost. It, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And so I almost like no, no, we don't believe that. Or the idea of luck. Oof, it's pretty lucky. It's like no, no, that's not no. No, that's not how it works. But what if you roll a seven? That's complete. <laughs> <laughs> that's no completion. I don't know, that was just a thought I had where it's like, hmm, do, do we have to do wish that? Bones. Do we have to like, hey, hey kiddo, make a wish. Or how about we do something different where it's like, hey. Say your birthday. Praise brother. Jesus. Ha <laughs> ha. get a birthday. I don't know. That was just something I was thinking of. And how'd Bethany feel? Well, that's a difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll I, have her on. She we'll have her on. Herself. Oh yeah, because we're we're different. We're we're thinking different on this topic. What about? So it's interesting. Oh, yeah. Shush. What about the big turkey that when you hides eggs in your yard or it comes down your chimney and brings you presents on Thanksgiving? Oh yes. You mean the turkey thing? You can tell your kids please, about please. Those okay, let's explain that because I there's probably some people out there who aren't from, from America and who don't actually uh, possibly may not understand. I don't know. I just I I do understand. You talked about Christmas with with, with Santa yeah, going down going down the chimney. You I'm talked just about curious the now. Easter Bunny. It's right. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. I might do the activity like have the kids do Easter Bunny like go and do eggs. But I'm gonna make it clear, there's not a magical bunny out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grumpy old man. Santa? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think I would ever do like there's hey a lot of people that this year are saying no Santa. Because um I'm fine with the activity of Santa, but like I'm for sure gonna let them know that hey we'll, we'll get to this in our Christmas episode. Oh really? There's there's parents that are saying like hey don't tell your kids that they're expensive toys and bring in different Santa oh, Claus. I bought them. Well, no, because there's a lot of poor families that kids go to school and say, Santa bought me a PS4. Oh, I guess Santa and doesn't the, like you. the poverty kid's like, what I do? Yeah. Why doesn't Santa like me? You know? Yeah. I got yeah. socks. Yeah. And so socks. they were like, don't tell your kids that. And so that's, it, it's changing. That's, that's just changing. That's very interesting. Yeah, we'll have to talk more about that on the Christmas episode. But yeah, I don't know. That's a lot where I lean on as like a person. Welcome to like, the holidays. I'm also. a radical Christian. You thought it was on Thanksgiving. Uh, really, it's on holidays. He fooled you. Yeah, talk about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> All holidays are stem from Christian Christianity. I don't think Flag Day is. <laughs> flag Day! <laughs> President's Day. Um... But back to Thanksgiving. Back to Thanksgiving. So yes, I did do that yeah. once. Um, no, what's your traditions? Wishbone? We do we not do that time. every... At least I didn't think so, because again, I've only done it once. Mm -hmm. um, I guess what we normally do is we meet up 
Um, I don't know. Let me let me try to explain this in not a way that sounds sexist, because it may sound sexist, but like all the women are in the kitchen cooking, um, and usually the men are on the couch watching football, watching football, yeah. talking, falling asleep. It's great. And as a kid, I get to like just chill and hang out there and talk to them. It's a good way where we get to catch up. And then sometimes I'll sit at like the dining table and talk to the you know, I guess the women. I don't, I don't know. It sounds like a horrible way to say it. My, I talk to my family members, okay, who are working in the kitchen, and they have a great time. And then we eat food. I always sit at the kids' table with like some of my younger cousins and whatnot. Um, get stuffed up on food. Then it's back to football or whatever is on, and like. Turn then around. for sure everybody's just, we don't usually like watch specific things we just have like whatever it's on and like for sh it's usually some kind of like sports or something like that and that's when everybody starts like all the men start falling asleep on the couches you raised your hand why did you raise your hand <laughs> say, do, you, do you guys have arguments over thanksgiving like what? Like the table? Like a lot of people, it's a big thing. Like Not is, like a big... I don't want to go home for Thanksgiving because my family, they're going to fight about politics over the table. Or we're going to fight... Sometimes in our family... I don't know if we had much. Like fight over the table, whether it's politics or religion or different opinions. Not too much because like a lot of my family members somewhat stay the same they're not bold enough to speak up against and so probably the more controversial would be like me and i'm getting to the point where i'm i'm very much a i'm a talk backer like as we talked about podcast as we talked about just recently with like wishes and whatnot like i'm just saying yeah i'm gonna talk i'm gonna possibly start fights with people based on stuff like this be like no i love that in our room yeah because i i really don't do with that our around. roommates Sometimes we'll be like, yeah, is this the smart decision? You're like, what is a smart decision? <laughs> like, like, Noah! <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if I should make a PB&J or not. <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, Are, is anyone good? <laughs> is anybody good enough for PB&J? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That. But that's like a safe environment, so I normally don't bring it up at all, and that's just because I'm pretty, I'm a shy guy, so I usually don't do anything like that, and yeah. And I used to be like very much the black sheep of the family, and so I did. Used then. to be. So yeah, to then go out and be like, Who's hey. Who's the black sheep now? Don't call me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I've gotten in, in enough of some family members where it's like, if I do bring up some stuff, it's like... It's either I am, or I'm labeled as being arrogant. I don't know which one it is, but either way, either way, it's a, it's a bad, it's a bad, it's a bad thing. And what is the point of Thanksgiving? Is it a, is it, is it to go and come together and argue? Yes. Okay, don't know. Well, then your family is failing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, why do we celebrate Thanksgiving? Now that we talked about. Kind of what we do for uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Giving. Giving thanks. thanks? For what, little girl? Why do we want to celebrate Thanksgiving nationwide? Because I... I don't know if she was a little girl. You said a little girl. She wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. 
don't know if she's a little girl. She says little girl, I'm pretty sure. I think he said had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for the family dog. Wow, that means everybody around the world should be thankful for their family. <laughs> wow. Cool. I'm thankful for having a lot of toys. Okay, Dylan. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I guess I do. That does remind me of like one thing we technically do as a tradition is like around the dinner table, be like, say, what you're say one thing you're thankful for. <laughs> and it's always like, ha ha ha, I'm thankful for the food. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. I eat a lot. More recent years, I have said like actual genuine things, but Dylan that's Marshall's. That used to be my. I know. Dylan, I would be made fun of. If I made that statement. Okay. <laughs> I have to be a manly man, Dylan. I'm thankful for for the birds, cause I can shoot them with my guns. <laughs> Are you okay, Dylan? <laughs> What's Thanksgiving mean like? I don't hear know. a lot. Philippians? Philippians. First Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Plenty of other passages that I can't think of because I'm really tired. Why why do people give thanks? And who why? Yeah. And to who? And to who? It's always directed to God, I I would say, right? And, yeah. I, I mean, okay, is the majority is, of the time. Is given to other people. Like Paul Paul will give thanks to like yeah, he'll, he'll be like, um, no, I thank he's... my God every time I think of you. Yeah, yeah. But it's always directed to God and thanking Him for um, how He's given something to us or how He's kept something with us. It's, it's something normally there, but even within there, like we see in First Thessalonians, it also has been the bad thing. So it's like, thank you for restricting things from us or taking something away from me. Or thank you for the thorn that you put in my side. And so, if the original Thanksgiving story is right, part of Thanksgiving was thanks God for the food, but also a bunch of people died. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for keeping us alive. <laughs> like, they went through a lot of tragedy uh, over the seas and when they got there, starvation. In some regards, it's almost like a miracle that they survived type deal. It's like, yeah, thank you, God. And so they gave a feast and, and honor God. And it's like almost also giving thanks for the relationship they built with the Indians. So this this brings me back to, like, Christian life class. You took that class, right? Nope. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Christian life class. Yeah, with Cody Christensen. Christian life, okay. Yep. When you say it like that, it sounds like a different class. Remember, <laughs> sorry folks, if you're really tired. Uh, where he goes over like, well, what's what's the purpose of man? To love God. Bring you to love yourself? No. Oh. Bring glory to God. It's like it, it's, it's to well, worship God mm -hmm. in His glory. To love God and worship. 
And then, like, one of the things Cody brings up is in Thanksgiving, he's like, does God need thanks to, like, do our thanks power God? Does he, does he need does our he thanks? Does he need our worship? Does he need our, you know... Our love? Like, no. No, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it at all. So why do you? Because. It's a respect thing. Like, what? <laughs> so well, part of it's it's a respect thing. It's like... Uh, one of our names for this was going to be Dulas. Dulas. Servant. Servant slash slave. slave. I like slaves. That's why I said that. And as Austin said, like slaves get the rights, but you feel for your master. You know, like yeah, it's it's a it makes me think. Well, and I wasn't prepared for this conversation. That's why I'm just processing this with you. And we, yeah, it's just something that based on classes. Yeah, I mean, giving thanks. I think that's a huge, that should be the main focus because ultimately that's what it's called. You know, yeah. the holiday is Thanksgiving. Um, I think we have other virtues that we hold highly with it and that's fellowship. Fellowship is so high and like, that's why it's, it's always imagined as the family gets together and we eat together and we hang out together because it's, that's, that's fellowship, we're spending time together. And like, as you said, like your your family, where it's like, if if like one of your buddies, aka me, didn't have Thanksgiving, it's extending out to them to give that fellowship to show that love. Even if it's through food, or feasting. And so it's showing showing that love and showing that fellowship compared to showing thanks. I would say so. That that's something that at least we hold very highly. And so it's really almost like it's kind of Thanksgiving, it's fellowship giving. Ah. So, are you doing anything different this year with Thanksgiving, though? Well, this is the year of the Rona. Yeah, we're in pandemic season, so COVID 19 is still going. Our home state said, would like there to be no more than two households of a total of seven people at your Thanksgiving dinner. So that's that's hit my family pretty hard. Um, my grandma and grandpa are doing two separate dinners, which I don't know how they're doing. Maybe like a lunch and a dinner, but she's gonna have it with my family and the whole year. But yeah, it's it's strange, especially when like our values are fellowship, family, being together, not being able to be together this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I haven't planned it out so much just because I've been overwhelmed with studying. Mm -hmm. I just know that we've planned, I've planned to go and hang out with my my close family. And so it's, I probably won't be a part of the actual Thanksgiving meal. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm going to try to make out, make it out and go and spend time with them at the very least to see them. And I, I just, I scoff it up to, one, I'll treat it as if I'm going over, because I have a fiancé, student wife, and it's like, uh, something that typically happens is that you go to the other person's families for, for you know, holidays. So I treat it almost as that, almost, for my family, as like, hey, it's similar to that, aka also, 
we're in a pandemic. Like, you know, it is what it is. There's always possible next year. And if we die, then, you know, it, it doesn't matter then. And so I, I just say it's okay. It's whatever. It's not the worst thing in the world. It sucks, but it's okay. And so there's that. Um, I mean, I do have a, like, a personal friends group who's going to do basically a, a Thanksgiving get-together. But we're making, we've are making we been looking at, like, how can we make sure we're following the laws also as Christians. Like, we know easily we could probably figure out something to, like, get away with it. But it's like, we're Christians. We shouldn't do that. We should be under the law. And so... We're looking at of number wise like, okay cool how can we make this work so yeah but i mean other than that ultimately it's just turning into time i get to technically relax a little bit in my personal life um outside of just celebrating the holiday so it's almost like holiday's not really a thing this year it's more just a time to take a small break so I gotta finish Monday and Tuesday before I can take that break. But true, <laughs> true, true. Need a break. I've been acting like I'm already on Thanksgiving. Right? Same. I think that's a lot of people, to be honest. But we still have Monday, Tuesday. Any lessons you want to talk about? Um, I think I'm gonna skip Black Friday. You want to skip for Black Friday? Yeah. We kind of already talked about like business and consumers. Um, one thing is, I want to bring up starting off. Have you participated? Uh, I think technically I participated. So, so, so my family will normally go, and it's not anything excessive. Like we'll go on Black Friday, like in the afternoon and evening when it's like you're not getting up three. Yeah, no. When the big craze is over, and it's like typically I've always been Black Thursday. Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, our family has never done that. But like, we'll we'll go out, and so we'll go like shopping. But I normally has been like you know a young kid, so it's like I don't really have money. So I just it was just time I had to like walk around with my family. Oh, so it was, so it was the worst. Um, but I mean, yeah, we never took it serious. Like we never we never hardcore with it. Um, Bethany's family though, so my fiance, what they do is instead of doing black friday because they don't really like black friday is they'll take that time to start celebrating or setting up decorations for christmas and so that's what they do yeah no i'm <laughs> i'm very much someone who's like i support that because it's like okay cool i get it. not falling into the consumerism of we gotta go buy this deals because it's happening now and it's like ah which is like very counter we gotta go run over people with my cart to get to the deals i mean i need a playstation 5 the big reason why we hate black friday i think the most is that it's so counter to fellowship of thanksgiving and the thankfulness of thanksgiving it's the very opposite of it i look at people like hurting each other for materialistic things yeah and i'm like that's bad but i'm like that's also in every man's heart like i could be there like i don't know if i'd act on that but i've had that urge before and be like, yeah mine i don't want the first lights you know type thing it's like it's like oh no it's just the worst feelings yeah 
It's just, it's just, it's just so awful. It's like right after a time where we're supposed to be like giving thanks for yeah. each other, <laughs> for what we have, and like appreciating the fellowship that we have with each other. To go away from family, to go things. buy things. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's very weird. It's very weird. But yeah, so that's what Bethany's family does, and like I appreciate it on that side where it treats more fellowship and like staying with family and doing stuff like that. I just hate it because I don't like celebrating Christmas before November's out because that's, that's no no it's not My, Christmas yet it's it's a different culture um, it's a very it's a very Catholic culture but in the Philippines yes they celebrate Christmas for four months straight see if it starts in September if it's like a culture and it's like a normal thing then all right I can respect it that. starts in September doesn't end till January. Do you think our culture is going to end up being like that? I don't know. Because it seems like it gets worse each year. In the Philippines, year. I love it, though. Oh, it's so pretty. And people are merry and bright and jolly. Like, they have the world's record, I'm doing air quotes, record for longest Christmas celebration, but also, like, most happiest and, like, pure Christmas celebration. <laughs> um, well, but... Why over, bring that up? Over there, they don't have so much focus on materialistic stuff, right? Oh, it's all family. Yeah, no. Like, uh, as in the Filipino culture, you're expected, your parents are expected to put you through college, and you live with them while you're in college, or you go off to college, and they pay for it. But because of that, when you're done with college, you come back, and you build your mom and dad a bamboo house, or you build them a big concrete house, and you take care of them for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like it's all family. You're never really apart from your mom and dad-ish. Um, they take care of each other. <laughs> or, you know, you're not farther down the road. Like, um, the house that we stayed in the Philippines, we stayed in a hotel, but the host family's house that we were with um, was actually a house that she had built for her parents. And her, parent, and her house was right down the road. Mm-hmm. And then when her parents passed away, that's where they're at. Because that's just, that's just expected. Okay. Um, but the, why I bring that up is they just celebrated Thanksgiving, like last week. I had to record a little video for the church we were at. It's like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Hey. Their Thanksgiving service is not Mayflowers and yeah. Indians and hats and turkey. Their Thanksgiving is, thank you God for keeping us alive and for the church. And so they had their little church Thanksgiving. Which is kind of ish an anniversary, like when the church started, when the church got going. It's just a celebration of thank you for what you've done through the church in these pa- in this past year, and the churches get together. Yeah, which reminds me, like on Instagram, but it's also the starting. It's like the big starting. Like that's when they start the church Christmas. Nice. I like how you specified that though. The church Christmas. Yeah, like so, because the focus is different than over here. Like we're starting our for our sermon series, our Christmas sermon series next week for our church. But um, like that's when, like in September and November in the Philippine culture, that's when the lights go up and the cities put up their trees and they start playing Christmas music. Like that Thanksgiving time is like. When the church really comes together, it's like, all right, let's prepare for the birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, be thankful for what Jesus is doing and 
thanks to him mm -hmm. because that's honestly what they're most thankful for and I think a lot of us should be thankful for is that Christ came to earth and put on flesh like, so that's why they're starting their Christmas stuff at the Thanksgiving yeah and I was going to mention when you brought up how Philippians Philippines, sorry my bad I did it man I mean we're also you don't know how many I wrote we're, we're four or five Instagram posts where I said uh, I was going to the Philippines. And I mean, we people really talking didn't about tell Philippines. me about it oh, no. until after I was in the Philippines. Kehlani West told me about it. And I was like, Kehlani, you could have corrected me the day I <laughs> I could have changed it. Yikes. But, so, yeah, when you were talking about there and how they celebrate Thanksgiving, that was actually one question we got on Instagram was from Sam. Sam asked about does anyone does any other nation celebrate Thanksgiving besides the US? And technically yes. Yes. It's not it's not the same way we do. The celebration of Thanksgiving in the US is the celebration of the first dinner whatever and feast. Of Columbus and them coming over. That's that's the belief. That's the belief, and so, and for others, it's really based it's on, on it's based on yeah. Thanksgiving, that side of giving, giving thanks, thanks. <laughs> but and it's based on their culture and what is the main, almost the the main religion almost, mm -hmm. and so main culture. So like, it's influenced from America. Um, yeah. For them. Uh, Filipinos really love America because in World War Two, they were being. The Japanese soldiers were coming in and America came in and said, hey, stop. And so they they almost idolize Americans, which is really hard for me as um, a missionary that went over there. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, it comes out of American culture, but it's for, yeah, the totally different reason. Less consumerism, less history, and more family and things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, one last thing before we wrap this up, unless you have any other stuff. Macaroni or not? No, no, that Turkey was. Turkey or ham? Answer. Okay, those are just a preference for viewers at home. <laughs> we did ask questions on our Instagram leading towards this topic and those were some of the questions that were asked um one was by evan did did anybody ask the turkey one or did you just that was sam that was sam okay so there we go um evan yes macaroni macaroni cheese yeah that was, that was a normal thing we would have I, well, I, I say it should be it should be yeah when you have a family that's where you're gonna do you're like mac and cheese mac and doing cheese it. turkey and, then, and cheese turkey and ham or both. turkey or why not both We do I also raise pigs. We have both, but <laughs> so it's usually I, like home raised. I'm just ham. That's I'm, what we have. I'm just thinking of it now, like as Americans, we eat a lot, and so oh. that's why I'm like, oh yeah. Do we should, should we should we have a honestly stuff our bellies, man? Looking, we're getting ready for winter. We're getting ready for winter, sure. That's what the potatoes are for. Yeah, potatoes. Putting on that that. Which do you like? Keep more? you warm. Do you like turkey or ham yeah. more? Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm not I'm really a pig farm. To be I'm honest, I'm gonna say ham every time. I'm not really. I'm not really uh, pork fan. A meat lover. Like I don't love meat, so I was usually kind of more picky on the side. Like I eat it more now, but that's just because I know it's good for me. With him, like not huge quantities. So I also have it here and there, but like I usually don't eat meat. I'm not a meat lover. I'm very opposite in that way. So I mean, I would probably. I, I don't know, probably ham. Turkey. I like bread. Um, but yeah, last thing. Thank you again for those people who sent questions. Yeah. They're cool. Um, hopefully in the future we can do more questions like that and answer them. Um, but one last thing before we end off this main topic is materialistic stuff. Let's talk about materials, because we bash on materials. Oh, yeah. And I just want to preface with that. <sighs> I want to give some defense. <laughs> I don't think I, because it sounds like we're pushing to a side of we should get rid of all materials and yeah, live man, richer and ruler. But that pushes towards almost <laughs> the extreme. I just want to okay. Basically, I want to give a defense of that. It's not like we're pushing towards the extreme. The extreme looks like I um, have a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the extreme looks like basically the the belief of Buddhism, right? Getting rid of materialist stuff and, but I mean, there's much more to that, like emotions and feelings and whatnot. But like, materialistic stuff was a huge thing of like, get rid of all that. And in Christianity, we see a lot of push like that, where it's like, yeah, no, you shouldn't be holding on to so much materialistic stuff. And so, yes, Dylan. Yeah, you, and you I, I brought up your hand again. I brought up the rich young ruler. That yes. Jesus, is like, hey, you want to follow me? Give this all up. But. There's a lot of people that are like, why does Jesus say to the rich and ruler, you have to give everything to follow me, but to other people, be a Christian, all you have to do is have faith. And it's, basically, it's... What does that materialistic not, stuff mean to you? It's that, it's just kind of, it's more, less of, give up what you have. More of, Jesus asked you to do that. <laughs> like, for other people, it's like, Jesus asked you... Uh, to stand up when you've been crippled for your help, like, mm -hmm. or to uh, go forgive people. Like, you just ask you to do some hard things. Well, and some it's of them not were... always the same as others. And like, some of them was um, when they asked, hey, I want to follow you. It's like, no, go stay at your town and tell people what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, that would, that had to be a hard thing. You see, you see the Lord, God, Son of Man, the Messiah, and you, you believe, and you're changed. It's like, I want to follow you. And he's like, no. Go home. Go home. And it's like, that's Tell a hard family. thing. But, I mean, Tell they do friends. it. And it's still amazing. And so, I don't know. We bash on materialistic stuff. And that's because here in this culture, we have it in excess. And it's like, even us, we, we, have, we have plenty. More than enough. Right? And I think it comes oh. with the it comes with the attitude and what does what does Except the materialist for us that don't, but yeah. Yeah, I was just talking about personally you and me. Yeah, no, you oh, so blessed. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's why we bash on it. I just wanted to give a little bit more clarification. Yeah. Instead thank of just you. saying how dare people who have materialistic stuff and go I've been out. To Black Friday. I've been to Black Friday. I can't say too much. As a kid we did. And then money. I'm a hypocrite. It's true. It's true. I've been thinking about buying stuff on Black Friday, to be honest, also. Because I'm like, hey man, I'm going to be having my own house with a new family. 
No, no kid, no kid. I had to clarify that. Rumors are gonna spread easily, like a wildfire. And so basically, yeah, no, just thinking, oh man, thinking ahead, what can I, what can I do to get ahead of the game by spending stuff? And then it's like, a lot of that then goes on to what can I do? And then it leaves out so much of like, okay, you know what? God's got me, he'll take care of me. Uh, whether with finances or whatever I need, he'll take care of it. So, yeah. Dylan! Why are we learning? I'm being tested on it. As we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dylan? I mean, yeah. We no. just we just got done, as we mentioned before, with midterms, and so we had some big tests. So that's been fun. Um, Dylan, is there anything you wanna? Yeah, it's nothing through class, but you say that's okay. Yeah. I guess we mentioned one of our classes, but uh, I I go for walks with my law professors, Mr. Harry. We talk about things, and one of the things that we were talking about yesterday is the idea of a thick, thick gospel and a thin gospel. Um, a lot of times in church history, what people are saying is now that we've, in history, we've taught a very thin gospel of basically, Jesus loves you, he died for you, and now everything's going to be okay. Um, versus the thick gospel that kind of goes into Jesus suffered with you, Jesus cares about the things that you care about, Jesus. Um, was a servant, you know, he he calls us to be servants, not just live our lives. And the idea of how just getting the quickest basic stuff in there is kind of changing in um, how we teach the Bible now and how it's growing. Uh, have you have you heard those terms at all, Noah? Well, not no, I haven't, but. I did actually have a class recently where we had a different chaplain. I know previously I talked about mit military, sure, a chaplain in the military. There we go, words. Um, and then just recently we had a different chaplain who's just like outside of the mil military and how that's such a different dynamic. It's a do more like hospital visits and whatnot. And that was a lot of what he talked about was that instead of putting so much theology into it it's just you just talk about jesus and what he's done and so he was using it in a way that he said was positive it's like that's all you need and that's all people want yeah, there's a simple and gospel i think i, I think that's what it in. used to be i think i think it's important but i mean there's a reason the, why we're here learning theology though the idea with the thick gospel versus the thin gospel is like the thick the thin gospel basically is so thin and flexible that if you step outside it you're not a Christian. Where the thick gospel accounts for, you can have doubts. You know, there's many people in the Bible that have doubts and that increase their faith. You're allowed to ask questions. You're allowed to, instead of being like, all right, I have two paths, which one's in God's will? Sometimes both of those paths can be in God's will. Like, Jesus is just like, I'm with you either way. These are both great things that are going to lead you close to me. Um, where thin gospels are, truth is 
absolute, you know, if you don't believe this and this about baptism, you're not safe, you know. Rather than giving that leniency and bring our Bibles to encompass more and more people and uh, thoughts while keeping the truth, while keeping the gospel. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I think that's a very interesting. And I've been hearing that more lately too. Is the idea of not being so hard on the yes and no's, where it's a hard, hard you have to do this or it doesn't work type deal. And you know, it's it's very important because it, it's counter to I would say other other religions. Like that's before I came to BBC, that was actually one thing that I was pushed to do. And I pushed others to do is that, hey, you know what? Ask the questions. Do that. You can do that about this religion. And I even said, hey, if you want, go to other religions. I would say, actually look at what they believe and research it. Ask the questions when you're. Ask the questions to those religions and ask the questions here. And I mean, I know for one in like the Mormon, Mormon religion, it's it's opposite where it's there's a dynamic and. I don't want to say this in a disrespectful way, but how we always said was it's very much of doubt your doubts. So if you ever have a doubt, like that's wrong, don't don't think about that. Don't question certain things. And I think that comes out of a mindset of like having faith. So I can I can give some respect to that where it's like, oh, you want to show so much respect to it. It's like, oh, I don't want to doubt that. Um, in some regards, that's similar to us where in some of our prayers, where it's talking about the scripture, it's like, when you pray for something, Believe that's gonna happen. Don't just believe it's not gonna happen. Like if you're gonna pray, believe and have faith that God's gonna do it. And so I, I, I at least give respect in that that circumstance. But it does it is an environment that's like, hey, yeah, no, don't ask questions. Don't really dig too deep. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's the main idea and Danny are still talking about it and going through it um I'll probably bring it up next week just because it's it's such a new concept and I don't think it's actually new like you know like yeah some of the new thoughts in Christianity have been around for the last 20 years like um but it's a it's something that was new to me it's something I was very intrigued about so him and I are talking about it and I think it'll become part of the thing in our part of the teaching in our missionary life and skills class because we talk a lot about where do you draw the line um, when you're in another culture on the gospel. That's the whole thick and thin. We've talked about uh, bringing our church over and being like, you have to be just like us. Uh, in past episodes, but one of the um, guys we were reading about in that class, when they taught their church, they didn't tell the tribe to stop polygamy. They didn't tell the tribe to um, stop cheating on their wives. They told them the gospel, and they uh, appointed elders and uh, let them preach as they were reading the Bible. They were learning and. Jesus on their hearts took away aspects of that culture instead of the missionaries coming in and saying, 
you have changed this and your culture has changed this culture. And because of that, it's lasted longer in that culture and been more respected in that culture. And uh, there was some questions on, should we do that when we go, you know? Yeah. Or should we go in and just be, this is what God says, we do it that way, you know? Or should we let God reveal it? Yeah, I was gonna say, because that's, that's the element, is that it's, the Holy Spirit and God working in that way and, and you know, giving a guilty conscience and, you know, God, it's allowing God to do more work and he's going to do it and it's going to work well um, if he's going and doing it. And so, I that was also like with the, as I brought up before with the chaplain, is he was, he leaned on, leaning on what Jesus has done for you and that fact and then scripture. And it's like, scripture is powerful. Like, always go to scripture. And he was talking about even, like, visiting people who are non-religious or just, like, religious in, like, like other religions than, than uh, Christianity. And he said, yeah, no, I still read I still read the Bible to them. It's powerful. I let, I let God do it. But let God do the work there. And so, yeah, I think that's very powerful. Because we do get in that, that uh, mindset of, like, we know from looking at the scripture like stuff like oh murder is bad and so it's like hey we're gonna tell them murder is bad when really we should be telling them about the gospel and god's truth and um let that spread in of just the word basically letting the word speak for itself then us speak for the word almost i don't know it's a it's a very hard dynamic because i think both work in some regards and it's one of those yes ands in uh, missionary theology because it's worked both ways. Yeah. And it's going to work differently in each culture. Uh, but there's definitely missionaries that go in and they say, all right, you need to give up this. And there's definitely there's missionaries like these guys that came in and said, here's the Bible. This is how you interpret scripture. Really focused on getting them into interpreting scripture. And then that came out of yeah, they got to learn the scripture and see what it says and what it says not to be. And so, both ways have worked. Yeah. Both ways still are working. Interesting. You learning anything else? Um, I mean, yeah. I think the biggest thing I want to stick out or point out is basically, um, it's similar to class, but not really. And I've heard this example from several people in ministries. They're usually like big pastors. Or it's basically spiritual leaders that like a lot of people point to like this was this is a man of God who's lived for God and has done this well and it's like one thing that's always talked about them is that they bled scripture and so that means whenever they're talking their conversations like scripture and God and Jesus was always on the conversation and always coming out of them and so it's like that's ever since I really became a Christian that's always something I've really looked out for and something I really search for and strive for. And so, yeah, one of the biggest ways I'm seeing this is that one thing was uh, a certain spiritual leader, what he was doing was he was literally learning, he was literally reading like, I think it was 40 chapters? 40 chapters, like, not 40 chapters in a day, it was like 40 books in, in, 40 books in like a month? It was a lot. Basically, he was reading the Bible a lot, and so from He's that, reading the Bible, like he read the New Testament, like like five or six times a year, in the Old Testament, like three times a year ish. Yeah, but so enough that he was doing that. Basically, yeah, he, and 
when you do that, you know the Bible well, you know, and you, and that's basically a, a, a aspect I really want to do, want to be at. And so that's partially why, you know, as mentioned before, I have a reading plan where I'm trying to read through the Bible. And so one aspect of it is that I'm kind of from there bumping up how much I normally read. Because I, I talked about how I do my reading plan, um, how I only do one chapter and that's it. And if I miss a chapter, then I have to make that up in the future. Um, basically, what I'm coming to terms is, cool, I want to be bleeding scripture, so that means I have to be reading scripture a lot. How can I do that? How can I make the steps to doing that? And that's to force myself to read more. And so I'm at a point where I will do at least, I have to at least read one, one chapter, but if I have more time, I'm going to strive to read at least four chapters. If I can't reach it, then that's fine, whatever. I just have to at least reach one chapter. And then if I miss a day, that just means I have to make sure to make up that chapter. And so that's that's one way that I kind of, I guess, technically learned a possible some stepping stones to be in a position for hopefully in the future to be able to believe the scripture more. And I mean, Smith, I mean, I always kind of wanted it in general because my thoughts on ministry and how to live a Christian life was always like, um, not necessarily going out and do a certain vocational ministry, but instead just living life. And through my conversations and how how Jesus is interacting with me, like that will spell out into other people's lives. I really leaned onto that. And especially now where I'm, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I have a YouTube channel. And so that's one for sure that I'm wanting to make a ministry ministry uh, uh, basically job for me including this podcast and you know some key things for that is that I really want to be believing scripture and God's word and God's will and so from that is you know basically knowing God's word and so that means reading God's word and learning it and being in it constantly and so I think that's that's kind of where I land on where uh, what I'm learning, where I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, thanks. That's wise. I don't. Well, we'll see. Sometimes when when we, I always think of making this joke. When we come in here and we're like, we need a scripture of the day. I'm like, you came to battle without your sword. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's how it feels. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like. I'm a Christian, and I'm struggling to find a passage. How dare I? I'm a peasant. Ah! Sorry, folks. I and that was the intro music to our next topic. Mystery Shadows! <laughs> Put your phone on silent. I thought it was! I'm an old man, I don't understand. I messaged her. Well, All right. We've also been here for a very long time. She's like, sorry, are you still recording? Yes, I'm recording. <laughs> um, so our ministry shout-out comes today from my <gasps> Missionary Life and Skills class. Whoa! Yay! It's only it's almost like Noah should pick out a ministry soon. Because they've all basically been from their Missionary Life and Skills class. Um, that's fine. <laughs> and so today we have Technically GNPI. Technically, I did Austin. It's okay, yeah. I claimed that one. We, we have the GNPI or the... Good News Productions International. 
And what these people do is, um, how I know them is Mr. Herod went to Africa. Okay. And he lived in Africa for a long time. Of course. And one of his partners, one of his best friends in Africa, he was his partner in ministry, he was a cool dude. And then when Herod came back to the um, United States and then started teaching at the college, his friend started working with Good News Productions International. Wow. And uh, basically what they do is they are a Christian media company that creates media to share Jesus around the world. What? And I nerd out about it because this is everything I want to do in life. Well, I mean, it's so much, in some regards, it's so much of what we're doing. Because right? No. Because it's a <laughs> podcast! What? But basically what they do is um, their mission is to share the good news through tr- strategic evangelism and provide effective resources to increase global disciple-making efforts. Whoa. Basically what they do is they have several different media facilities um, internationally and they make, they have the people make media for their culture that's appropriate and that um, will teach them better than if we came over with our American brains and said, aha, here's a cartoon of Jesus. Yeah. Yes. And so their podcasts and songs, their vision is to fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water col- covers the sea. And through this, they have many different um, locations. So they have one in the Philippines, in Manila, and I want to go to it. And Mr. Herod said, if we ever go back to the Philippines, we're going to it. And I'm excited. Um, and then there's one in Mexico. There's uh, a couple in South Africa, and these allow. There's uh, and then the main one, the U.S. Uh, operations in Joplin, and because it's all spread out and it's all there, this allows people to share the gospel in the most relevant way to their culture possible. And so it's missions work, also media work, also cultural work, all together. There we go. And it's all sh- pushing and sharing Jesus. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I assume. You know, you always pitch, whenever you mentioned it to me, you've always mentioned the side of podcasting and how, and I was all like, yeah, that would be awesome, because, you know, you're, we're doing a podcast say, together. I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but, like, yeah, this podcast, um, your YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, I've always wanted to do stuff like that, and so I'm also leading the college's media committee. Yes. And so I'm like, you can take your passions, you can take your passions and share Jesus through them. What? You can take your passions and help others share Jesus through them. What? It's boom, mind-blowing, so cool. I could talk on them forever. You need to look them up. Um, Their website's gnpi.org. They got videos, music, they're... Yeah, it'll be They're in really the description cool. down below. Go check them yeah. out. And as we always say, at the very least, go over there um, and pray for them. Yeah, pray for them. They're doing ministry work, which, mm-hmm. you know, takes a lot. And so prayers is always good at the very least. But yeah, go over there and check them out. Tell them that Dylan Marshall sent you. And that he's a great guy. He has a podcast. And that he'd be a great intern. Yep. 
Please do it, because Dylan needs <laughs> it. <laughs> Alright, well, that's that's the end of this this episode. We made it. Somehow. I mean we're really tired. We're losing brain cells by the minute. Oh my god. By the second. But I hope you guys like the like the episode. I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Um, I would just I want to encourage people at home um, to not be too discouraged because yeah. with COVID nineteen, it's just been one after another of very discouraging events. And you know, Thanksgiving is another event that sadly is being shaped and is very different than how it's been in past years for many people and it's just really hard and you know what for one i'm sorry for those people and two i just want to encourage you to hopefully lean on god and try to find the positive outlook or the positive perspective on the circumstance and look out how you can still celebrate in a positive manner to the best of your abilities, I guess. Yeah. That's what we need. Okay, read the poem. It's it's gonna make me mad. It's from another source. Is it called vegetables? Vegetables. That's what I'm gonna say. I thank God for this day, for the sun and the sky, for my mom and my dad and my piece of apple pie. For our home on the ground, for his love all around. That's why I say thanks every day. Because a thankful heart is a happy heart. I'm glad for what I have. And that's an easy place to start. Because he listens to my prayers. For the love that he shares. That's why I say thanks every day. You know what I don't like? <laughs> don't like... That we're turning the end of the episode a VeggieTales <laughs> segment. No! The thankful heart is a happy heart. God made you special and we love you very much. Stop! My name's Dylan Marshall, and I will see you next week. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Jesus loves you. He does. Bye, guys. See you.